0: Summertime. Sounds like Charlie Spivak. Oh, yes, NBC Bandstand. Bert Parks, Vaughn bon Monroe, Freddie Martin this week. Hmm, sure helps the morning along. Huh? That finishes the dishes. Now, let's see. Better get some shopping done. I can listen to NBC Bandstand in the car.
1: Anywhere, everywhere, it's NBC bandstand. Now stay tuned for Recollections at 30 on NBC. Recollections at 30. NBC, celebrating its 30th year of broadcasting, invites you to memorable moments of radio's earlier days. In this special series of broadcasts, you'll reminisce among NBC's vast and historic library of sound. You'll hear the stars, the songs, the great moments in sports and special events that have highlighted these 30 years of NBC network broadcasting. And here, guiding our recollections at 30, is Ed Herlihy. Thank you, Fred Collins, and good evening,
2: everyone. Tonight, I've selected several excerpts from children's programs that used to be favorites back in the 1930s. Chances are you'll remember some of them, whether or not you were young enough to be called a child. For instance, we'll hear the singing lady, whose program was intended for the very young. And then, baby Snooks, whose childish antics were mainly for adult listening. And also, do you remember that old-fashioned schoolroom known as Professor Kaltenmeyer's kindergarten? Well, a listener in California asked if I could find one of his programs in our vast NBC library of sound. She said it used to be one of her favorite Saturday afternoon programs. Well, we found it, and here it is. So let's turn back the clock twenty years.
1: Let's all join in singing the opening song of Carlsenmeyer's Kindergarten just for fun. Carlsenmeyer's Garden let's all go to school. In
3: Garden, in the garden,
4: where kindness is the rule, boy, you'll leave a
3: boner. we all raise lots of it, and you'll admit we're
5: in the good old day. Kinder, 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 better rule is here. Remember, it's getting close to Christmas now. I know you kids are just dying to recite your lessons. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not. So we'll compromise by having a little music first. Is that all right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's a different kind of oh yeah. You said it. Now, uh, what music should we music? Let's sing a song about Santa Claus. Uh, oh, go on. I don't believe in Santa Claus. Oh, come on, my My I am surprised at you, Cornelius. Of course there is a Santa Claus. Who said there ain't no Santa Claus? Who told a great big lie? Why, I saw him last night, buckling up tight with his reindeer, ready to fly. Who said there ain't no Santa Claus? He can't be very bright. Why, who else could go through a chimney flue and come out so nice and wide? You bet your life. Right. Doesn't he bring us everything? Mm-hmm. Boys? for you and me? Yes, yeah. That jingled and jangled and spingled and spangled and dingled and dangled on the Christmas tree? They're pretty, too. Who said there ain't no Santa Claus was telling a lie. Sure. Because on Christmas Day you will wake up and say there is a Santa Claus. Yeah, that's a
6: little right, it?
5: Uh, I just came back from a lovely trip along the Milky Way. I stopped off at the North Pole to spend a holiday. Did you
3: have a nice time?
5: So I called on dear old Santa Claus to see what I could see. Like my see. see? when he took me to his workshop. When he told his friends to me. I ah. tell you, better watch out. Oh. You better not cry. Better not pout, and I'm telling you why. Sandy Claus, Claus is coming
3: to town That's right,
5: children. He's making a list and shaking it twice. Going to find out who's naughty and nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. Jawohl. And Isidore, he yeah. sees you when you're sleeping. Oh, yeah, I'm dying. He knows when you're awake. You think so? He knows if you've been bad or a good, so be good for goodness sake. I'll be good. <laughs> you better watch out, better not cry, better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Jawohl. And old Santa Claus told me to find out what you children want for Christmas. Now, uh, Cornelius, will you tell us, please, what you want?
6: Sure, why not? (laughs) Give me ten electric trains. Give me fourteen airplanes. Give me some uh, Pisces Springs. That's what I want for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Quiet.
5: uh, All right, then, Uh, joyful hokum. Tell us what you want.
3: Just bend yours out, Professor and I'll tell you.
5: Go right ahead.
3: Just a doll that rolls her eyes. Hollers mammy when she cries. That's what I want from Christmas. Well, we yeah. it. Oh,
5: nice. <laughs> but now, lastly, but not leastly, what do you want, Chelsea? Well, a muffler for one thing, but let me tell it in rhyme, Professor. Go right ahead. First, a compound microscope. Something for my neck, I hope. Why, that's a cake of soap, you dog! make <laughs> stop. Go ahead, Chelsea. Let me learn geography, arithmetic, and history make my teacher proud of me. That's what I want for Christmas. Oh, that's nice. nice. oh, Teacher, listen, tell us, will you? What do you want for Christmas, huh? Well, I'll tell you, kids, now what I would like to do. Go ahead, I would like to give each boy on each little girl a Christmas toy. Yeah. That's my way of spreading joy. That's nice. That's what I want for Christmas. Oh, Is that what you want for Christmas? Yes!
3: yes that's that's what, what we want, want for Christmas! Christmas.
2: Professor Carlton Myers, Kindergarten, an excerpt from one of his December 1936 programs. And now, the child who appealed to all, Baby Snooks. Fanny Bryce was famous for her torch songs long before Baby Snooks came along. But from 1936, when Snooks arrived on the scene in the Follies and continuing until her death in 1950, Fanny Bryce and Baby Snooks were instantly example of this precocious youngster when her daddy was... Snooks, tell me, what do you have to do for homework today?
3: A composition.
4: A composition? You have to write a composition on what?
3: On how I spent
4: the day at home. Well, let me see what you wrote.
3: Here, Daddy.
4: This is the composition on how you spent the day? Why, well, it's a blank sheet of paper with nothing on it. Well, oh, I didn't
3: do nothing all day.
4: Snooks, why did you spend the whole day doing nothing?
3: Because I wanted to be a good
4: little girl. I don't understand that at all. You could be a good little girl and still do something.
3: No, I can't.
4: Snooks, you have no pride in your education. I'm ashamed of the way Mother and I have to do your schoolwork for you. Now, we'll start the composition. You dictate, and I'll write.
3: All right.
4: Now, how did you spend the day at home? Must I tell the truth? (laughs) Well, of course. Nothing but the truth.
3: All right. I woke up in the morning...
4: Didn't you wash your face?
3: Nope, I saved it from yesterday.
4: Well, I think you better say you washed.
3: Well, it ain't the truth.
4: Pick a day when you did wash.
3: The teacher wants it from this week.
4: I'll take that up with you later, Snooks. Now go on with your composition. What did you do after breakfast?
3: I waited. And I waited.
4: And I waited. You waited for what? For lunch. (laughs) You should tell something about what happened. All
3: right. Daddy and Mommy were fighting all day.
4: Now, just a minute. You can't write a thing like that.
3: Why? Because
4: you'll give the wrong impression. You'll make people think your parents fight all the time. And you know that Daddy loves Mommy. Not
3: today. He didn't. (laughs)
4: That was a very special case about a new dress your mother bought. Let's continue with the composition and remember you can't say Daddy was fighting with Mommy. All
3: right. Mommy was fighting with Daddy all day.
4: I won't allow it. You mustn't write a thing like that. All right. Then
3: you write the composition. All
4: right. After breakfast, I rode on a nice new horsey Daddy bought me.
3: Why horsey?
4: Now, Snooks, it's just a make believe horsey for the composition. Now, after you rode on the horsey, what happened?
3: Fighting with Mommy all day. What? Yeah, throwing dishes.
4: Now, you know that's not true. What dishes? Just make
3: believe dishes for the composition. <laughs>
4: Snooks, I don't want you to mention Daddy or Mommy again in connection with your composition. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Now, what happened after breakfast?
3: A lady and a man was fighting all day. <laughs>
4: I don't want to hear any more about that fight. Just tell me what happened to you. Weren't hmm? you sent on some errand? Didn't you do something?
3: Oh, yeah. Mommy, Mummy me to the grocery
4: store. Mommy scented you? Yeah, and I went. It. Sented and went. It. What kind of talk is that? When you're writing a composition, you can't talk like that. You must use your very best English. All
3: right. Now
4: dictate it exactly as you want me to write it in the composition in your very best English. All right.
3: After breakfast,
4: I went to the grocery store. No, no. You can't say that. Don't you know anything about tense? Is is the present tense. Was is the past tense.
3: Oh, I want. No,
4: no, the correct thing to say is I went to the grocery store. You didn't,
3: I went. I know you went, but
4: the right thing to say is I went, understand? See, we
3: both went. No, no,
4: no, no, I didn't go, you went, now say it.
3: You went. Not you You went, I went. That's what I said, you went. When I say I went, I
4: don't mean I went, I mean you went. Do
3: you feel all right, Daddy?
4: (laughs) I feel as well as I can under the circumstances. Now, let's go on with the composition. All right. Now, what happened after you returned from the grocery store? Well,
3: Daddy, a moment. Mother...
4: No! <laughs> I told you not to mention that again. Well, I want not
3: like the company.
4: Now, this is too much. Looks you're a very naughty girl. Back in your schoolwork, there's only one way I can see any hope for you. You'll have to pray to the angels every night to make you a good girl.
3: I pray to the angels, Daddy.
4: Well, I'm glad to hear that. Did you pray last night?
3: but it's no
4: use. What do you mean, it's no use? The angels
3: didn't listen to me. You
4: prayed to the angels last night and they didn't listen to you? Mm -hmm. How do you know they didn't listen to you?
3: Because today the school was still open.
2: (laughs) Baby Snooks. (laughs) I don't suppose there'll ever be another like her. Do you remember Irene Wicker? Of course you do. To one and all, she was known simply as The Singing Lady. Her song stories are still classics. And to give you an example, let's take one of her broadcasts from the late 30s, in which she did Alice in Wonderland.
0: Oh. Oh, my goodness, me. There goes the white rabbit. Oh, dear, oh dear, oh dear, I shall I be too late. do be late. Oh, dear, oh dear. Oh, dear, dear. I shall be too late. Talking. Oh, my goodness, me. He's all dressed up like a gentleman, and carrying a watch and a walking stick, and he really can talk. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear! I shall be too late! I shall be too late! I shall be too late! Too late for what? I wonder. I must find out. I know what. I shall follow him. Wherever can he be going? (laughs) Down a rabbit hole, of course. Well, it's big enough for me. I shall go down too. Oh. I'm falling, I'm falling, or am I falling? I'm falling, not falling, or am I? Dear me, I'm surely not falling, for I easily see. There are cupboards, and bookshelves, maps, pictures, and jam. Oh, I'm surely not falling, but oh, yes, I am. Oh, well, it's all over, and I'm not hurt, not a bit. How dark it is here. Just like a tunnel. Oh, dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh, there goes the white rabbit. Oh, I must hurry. Dear, oh, dear, dear, oh dear. I shall be too late. I shall be too late indeed. Oh, my ears and whiskers. How late I shall be. <laughs> what a funny thing to say. Oh, my ears and whiskers. There he goes round a corner. Well, I shall go round it too. Oh, he's gone. Oh, what a strange place I'm in now. It's like a long hall, and there are doors on both sides. Here's a tiny door. I'll try it and see. Oh, it is. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful garden. Such a beautiful garden I never did see. If I could get in there, how happy I'd be. I'd dance, I'd sing, and I'd run and explore. I never saw any place nicer before. It just pulled up like a telescope and might get small enough to crawl through this tiny door. I wonder if there might be a book of rules on that glass table. <laughs> rules for both... No, but here is something. A bottle with a label on it like a medicine bottle. It says, drink me. Hmm. So I think I'll take a little sip. Mmm, it's good. But how, how, how curious it is. Makes me feel how curious and surprised and strange I feel, like a telescope folding up tight. Can it be that I'm shrinking? If so, it's all right.
2: The Singing Lady, Irene Wicker. Early in this series of Recollections at 30, I played a portion of Walter Damrosch's famous Music Appreciation Hour. But it was during the summer vacation period, and many of you were away then. Requests continue to pour in asking for the lovable Dr. Damrosh again. So, here he is.
6: Today we are going to take up another instrument in my musical family which belongs to the Woodwind Choir. A very lovely instrument called the oboe. And it produces tones of great beauty. It is inclined to a slightly sad expression, but it is also capable of great gaiety. I'm going to ask our first oboe player, Mr. Gignatti, to just play a few bars on the oboe to let us hear the gentle, lyric quality of the oboe. I'm going to now give you an illustration how well the oboe of the modern orchestra can imitate the old Scotch bagpipe. And the composer Saint-Saëns has written an opera on Henry VIII in which there is a lovely succession of dances. And Scotland is represented by a Scotch idol. So imagine yourself seated on the banks of one of those lovely Scotch lakes that they call lochs in Scotland. And a bagpiper seated there, looking out at the hills covered with heather and lovely white clouds low over the lake, with just here and there a patch of blue, as they say in Scotland, just large enough for a healing of breeches.
2: of course, was from one of Dr. Walter Damrosch's children's concerts. And suddenly, here we are at the close of another program. But next week, we'll be recalling more of your favorite radio stars of the past. So I'll be expecting you then. And during the week, I'll be expecting to hear from many of you when you write. All your letters, of course, and all requests should be sent to me, Ed Hurley, care of
1: NBC, Radio City, New York. Good night, everyone. Ed Herlihy has been your host on Recollections at 30. Next week at this time, there'll be another in this special series, commemorating NBC's 30th year of broadcasting. This is Fred Collins, hoping you'll be able to join us then for more of the great stars and great moments of the past. Recollections at 30 is directed by Bob Mowen. The Olympic Games are making sports history here, Olympics 56, tonight, on NBC Radio exclusively. We hope you are enjoying the old time radio programs on the RadioThen.network podcast. You will find many biographies and audio clips from the past on our blog, www.radiothen.network. Check it out and bookmark the blog, which also indexes our podcasts. www.radiothen.network.